One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Welcome to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you missed any of my talk radio breakfast show, don't worry. We've put some of the punchiest bits of this morning's show into a bite-sized podcast. The Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. Enjoy. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Let's let's talk first of all about the I mean just wonderful news on the vaccine um, yesterday the, the Pfizer vaccine being rolled out it really I mean it really was something special um, I mean you, and you've got to love the whole Margaret Keenan uh, the ninety year old grandmother just absolutely adorable getting the vaccine first and then the very first man William Shakespeare from Warwickshire I mean thank you very 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 much the NHS for finding him it was wonderful wasn't it. It really was. I mean, I don't know why they had to go with William Shakespeare. I mean, people are, you know, sceptical of the vaccine enough, whereas, you know, Christopher Marlowe's waiting in the corridor and all of these other people. But it, I thought it was really heartening to see, you know, sort of Margaret Keenan sort of says it hasn't sunk in yet. And I thought, well, I, I'm not a doctor, but I know it takes 24 to 48 hours to take effect. So. Hey, and let's let's point out. I mean, there's also about the Oxford AstraZeneca jab as well. Um, but but you've actually taken part as a guinea pig in the Imperial College trials, haven't you? Yes, absolutely. And that's still ongoing at the moment, which is actually, I think that's kind of heartening because I think what would be worse is if there was a big explosion of news and then nothing. But it really shows you that behind the scenes, people are working on backup ones. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, I mean, we know you know, the fires one, the big issue is this rollout. It looks like they're getting around that. Uh, 70 hospitals uh, had the jab yesterday. It's now going to roll out next week to 300 different GP hubs uh, for over 80s living in the community. Obviously, a lot of people who just I mean, literally not left their houses for the last year, for goodness sake. Um, but there are also going to be two more vaccine deliveries next week. We're going to get another another million or two uh, sets of vaccines next week. So several million people can be vaccinated by Christmas, Matt Hancock uh, has said, which is really good news. Uh, big issues about the Oxford AstraZeneca one, the one which, of course, is much cheaper, much easier to roll out. You you know, it doesn't need to be in, in freezer conditions. Uh, but this, there's an article in The Lancet where well, it, well, it's been peer reviewed in The Lancet. This is the sort of process you go through where you produce your evidence and then other experts in the field sort of check your evidence. And, and you know, are, 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 does your data back up what you're claiming for your vaccine? 
vaccine. Um, and we've still got that issue of at 90% efficacy if you have the half dose, then the double dose, but only 60% if you have two main, do- two full doses. But the question mark is how many older people were actually tested for the, 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 the 60, sorry, for the 90% version. And so you're talking about rolling out a vaccine which has got 60% efficacy probably, we don't know, it's not being tested, for older people. Well, those are the people we need to have it. Now, if you've got a 60% um, vaccine, that's nowhere near as good as 90, and you're playing different odds then, aren't you? And that doesn't really free people. Well, there's, it's also not forget that Russia is working on one Sp- yeah. uh, Sputnik Five, and that apparently has got 158% efficacy. <laughs> Definitely. So... And pig iron production is up as well, so they're doing very well. <laughs> yeah, vac- <laughs> vaccines, I wouldn't take. I'd stay in a very long queue for the uh, uh, for, for not actually getting the Oxford, the, the, uh, the, uh, the Russian one, I have to say. Um, what do you make of, though, what Sir Patrick Valance had to say about how, I mean, he's, I mean, genuinely, he must ruin it. You, you could be at a party where you've won the lottery, you've won the Euro millions, you, you, you've won literally like a hundred million quid on the lottery. You, you know, you, your fiancé proposes, um, you know, everything that could possibly go well in your life goes well. Sir Patrick Valance could bring that room down. He really, oh, we're all, we're all going to wear masks for another year. Why? Why do we know it? If we, look, I understand we can't, you know, okay, I don't, I don't, there's, there's actually not very good reliable evidence that masks make any difference. I think, I think, uh, on balance, I thought it was okay to wear them. Now I'm thinking, actually, it's a horrible signal of us changing our lives. I think they want us to wear them as a way of reminding us we're in a ter- terrible pandemic as opposed to a useful medical thing. I don't, there, there is yet to be any evidence that, that shows uh, whether they actually make an effect or not. And if it doesn't make an effect, I don't think it should be, uh, reg- you know, regulated for us to do something that has no effect. And even if it does... When we get to the point where the the vast majority of the vulnerable people, elderly and others, that's millions of people, I accept, in a few months' time, when they have all been vaccinated, I just don't see why there's any need for anyone to wear a mask unless it's of their own choice. Yeah, I think the problem is, he's an academic. And I say this as a partner of an academic. They can ruin any fun that you've got whatsoever. (laughs) Well, good, good, good luck with tonight, then, Dave. I mean, wow, that's going to go down well. <laughs> I think she'd say it herself. Una's the sort of person that even if you set up a party popper, she'd instantly say, "Well, someone's going to have to clear that up." It's <laughs> just that kind of killjoy fun, and I think that's where Patrick Vallance is coming from. Yeah, I do. I do worry that 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 is where we are. But I mean, it's it's, it's interesting because Matt Hancock on my show yesterday, I asked him. I mean, again, I'm amazed by how many other journalists who don't think this is a relevant question. But you know, okay, lovely, we've got the vaccine. When do we get our freedoms back, please? That's what we want to know. I want to save lives. I also want to save livelihoods and and our freedoms. And I asked him, you know, when do we get them back? And and Matt Hancock said, these are his exact words: Once we've protected those who are likely to end up in hospital and to die from coronavirus, then we can rely on people's personal responsibility to protect themselves rather than the current rules that we have in place. Very quickly after that, once we put that uh, audio out uh, online, very quickly Downing Street was saying, no, no, no. He went on later on to talk about how it would take time. But but, you know, but he did say that. I mean, that's the thing. It's it, Once the risk is not as high as it has been in the peak, there's really no justification. We're never going to have zero risk of any disease. We have a flu uh, outbreak every Christmas, every you know, every January. We, we don't make people wear masks then. I do worry after this how many people are going to become germophobic yeah. and they're going to be constantly scared about everything because, you know, there was already stories about people sort of saying, you know, it's that thing of a spoonful of dirt is good for kids and stuff like that. And I do think that understandably more people are going to be terrified of any germs whatsoever.
Yeah, I mean that that is the worry, isn't it? You know, I hate to help people. Yes, germs can, germs can kill people, but they also what keeps us keeps us alive. I mean, they, yeah. they are actually very important as well. Let's talk about Brexit. My God, that keeps us alive. I mean, four and a half long years. Yes, we left at the end of January, but now we're still yapping on about a, a trade deal. Um, but Boris Johnson, he's after various phone calls with Ursula von der Leyen, uh, the European Commission president. He's off after Prime Minister's questions today to have lunch. Sorry, have to have dinner with her tonight in Brussels. This, of course, ahead of the European Council meeting with all the other EU27 leaders uh, from Thursday and Friday. Now, we keep being told last chance saloon, but this dinner apparently is not to do a deal. It's not to say there isn't a deal. Apparently, this is to talk about whether there could be a deal. Would, would you be willing to compromise if I were willing to compromise? And the question is, which of the three big issues, the fisheries, the, the, uh, the uh, um, level playing field and governance, which of those is where the compromise is going to come? I, I haven't heard of so many missed deadlines since my first year of university. I mean, it's talks after talks after talks. It's like Robert Peston. It just never stops. And I also don't think this looks good from the EU side as well, because let's not forget, yesterday was uh, the, the sort of first ever vaccine in the world was rolled out in Northern Ireland. And then the EU turns around and goes, well, we could uh, we could talk. I just think that they want the vaccine. That's you what think, you think that's what it is? Of course, they could, yeah. they could have just got their act together and, uh, and, and, and said yes to it already, couldn't they? Um, now, yesterday we did see there's all issues over the Northern Ireland protocol. It's all very complicated. But basically, after getting a vote through Parliament on Monday to basically in the House of Commons to say that yes, we will carry on with this. Um, I mean, this is the Internal Market Bill, basically having having sort of separate uh, separate positions for Northern Ireland. Um, it's always, I've got, I'm not going to go into detail. It's also complicated, but basically they've they've done the fudge, which everyone always knew realistically would have to be done, which is having EU customs officials stationed in Northern Ireland, but not a permanent office. Um, and the, with the Internal Market Bill clauses, which breached the terms of the withdrawal agreement, were withdrawn. This is seen as sort of an act of good faith. This second part but having any EU customs official stationed in Northern Ireland does leave Northern Ireland in a different position from the rest of the UK does it not um is that something you think we just will have to accept whether we have a deal or no deal that they Northern Ireland is in a particularly unique position and fudge is the only way to go well, you know what? I think I'm biased on this because being the partner of someone from Northern Ireland and having a kind of unique insight into that, I, I do really worry about this. And we keep on seeing the government adverts. Are you ready for Brexit? And I'm like, well, uh, you know, I'm as ready as I can be. I mean, the real question is, are you ready the government you know yes. <laughs> and i think that this northern ireland issue is going to be a real real sticking point and has to be done well yeah i mean that that's the thing i, I do we trust they're going to do anything well um i i, I must ask you also <laughs> about a, a very big story that's uh, we're going to be talking about later in the show uh, and this is about uh, a new report from the committee on climate change i mean again all just appointed none of these people elected uh, to represent any of us <laughs> but basically just like oh it's a bunch of you know the great and the good and and uh, and, and there's maybe question marks about some of their personal uh, in, in financial interests as well. But um, they are, they're the government advisors and they're saying the best case scenario proposed by them is to halve the amount of meat we eat by 2050. We need to cut our dairy consumption uh, by a fifth as well. We need to slash our car trips, curb going on flights. And of course, we'll all have to get rid of our gas boilers. None of this, of course, is going to cost anything at all. Um, what do you make of this? I mean, we, we're constantly told we've got to get this net zero. Virtually every party, as far as I can tell, has signed up to this, in my view, madness. No one's done the proper costings. And everyone's saying, oh, but everyone thinks this is very important. 
I worry that people haven't actually been told what the actual what the actual actions are needed to deliver this and, and how big an imposition on our lives it's going to be. Well, I also think as well, a lot of this is to do with food and produce and, you know, sort of cutting meat, cutting dairy. And I think the solution really is, is just get these people to sit around a table with terrible vegans like myself. And they'd just be like, actually, you know what? We don't want to end up with a nation of these whiny people. Let's just forget about it. I've just got this picture now of both your partner and you just in the long the long winter nights. That's all I can, that's all I can say. What what do you have on, what what do you eat on Christmas Day? Is it is it falafel? It's just Not our roast. own uh... Yeah, yeah. we just sustain ourselves on how we're we're just better people than everyone else. That's how <laughs> you just, you just smugness with sprouts on Christmas Day. The breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from six thirty until ten. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.